This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, graphic novels. I am joined, as I always am, by my good friend and fellow man-child, Ricky Widmer. Hey, guys. And finally, we're back. Oh, we're we are back. Here. This is it. This is it. This is season one. Everything else can kind of exist. You can find it. You can search for it. But this is the beginning, officially. Well, I mean, we kind of did it to where it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to do this every two weeks. And then all of a sudden, we decided, hey, if we do this for every two weeks, we're going to run out of shit to read. Not only that. I mean, we would. there's tons of things to do. But it's better to do this season where it's like every summer, here you go. Here's mm-hmm. a graphic conversation. And we can give it to, you know... Something like yeah. Flashpoint for The Flash. Something like, I don't know, maybe Suicide Squad. And we can we read something that. like that. We have that ability now. And it's a lot. Don't forget World of Warcraft. Better. What? Don't forget World of Warcraft. That's that, coming out Why too. would they do that? Why would they make that a movie? <laughs> Who wants to watch that? Um, I don't know. It's just, it's cool to, it's cool to be back. Mm-hmm. I, I always loved doing this one. It's, it's. Always a really good time to read these, and even well, if they're bad, it's a good it's time so, reading them. Well, let's not read Peep Show again. That was probably the you all-time worst. You barely even read it. Because uh, it be sucked real. and it fell apart in yeah. my hands. That's how cheap it was. We, we may have to re-release that one for it's there. The fans they can find how it. bad it Search is. for it. But, I mean, yeah, I love doing this because it's such a different taste of what we usually have on the channel. So if you're one of the jocks that listens to us, I'm sorry, don't be mad at us. Yeah, it's okay. You got everything else is still there. Mm-hmm. This is just a little bit of extra for for other people. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to be back. If you aren't familiar with the podcast, if you've never listened to them before, that's fine. Welcome. We're glad that you're here. This is almost like a book club, but it's the nerdy version of it. It's with comic books, graphic novels specifically. Uh, the way we do this, we read every other week something new. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna keep it spoiler free for now. We will go into spoiler zone later, but don't worry. We will warn you just in case you want to read it. If you don't want to read it or you already had read it, great. Spoiler zone is going to be where you want to be. We'll get there, but don't worry. We will warn you so you can press pause and you can read it because we both enjoyed this one. I know this is one of Ricky's favorites. I love this one. So we're obviously recommending it, but let me give you guys a quick description just in case you are wondering what Flashpoint is. Literally just called Flashpoint, so you know because there's a bunch of in bunch of things in the Flashpoint universe. So essentially, think about Barry Allen, the Flash. Everything's going normal in his life, but then all of a sudden things are just a little bit different, and then things become a lot a bit different. Everything is changing, and he knows that of course the Reverse Flash has done it again. He has altered history just to mess with Barry Allen and just to show him. That he can, you know, ruin his life, essentially. So he has to go and he has to change and save this world, essentially, which is being torn apart by a war between Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Will he do it? Will he 
band together all of these heroes to finally save the day, but also get history back the way it's supposed to be? Got to read Flashpoint to find out. Ricky, who is this for? Oh, this is easy. This is if you are a just superhero fan, like you just love superheroes, or if you're an, if you're a DC comic fan, this is a must read for you because the thing I love about this story is it kind of takes everything that you know about the DC universe and flips it on its head. Everything is different. You're looking at things from a different view and it's the whole thing of the butterfly effect. One thing happens, sends off a different timeline and it's one of those things where it's like, huh, what if that happened instead of what we know to have happened in the universe that we're used to for DC Mm -hmm. Comics. And those are always fun. Those definitely are. I mean, that's what the Flash is most of the time. Uh, I shouldn't say most of the time. A lot of the time, Flash stories can revolve around this concept. Um, But the thing that's interesting to me is I think that if you are a big DC fan, you will love this. If you at least have an idea of who some of these people are, you will love it. Especially because, I mean, yes, they deal with Batman. Yes, they deal with Superman, uh, the Green Lantern, all of these guys. But I think you will appreciate it more if you understand a little bit more of backstory, if you get these things. Especially because they really start to get to the C and the D squad mm-hmm. when it comes to the other people involved here. To where for a second I'm reading this and being like, really, they couldn't have gotten more interesting characters involved? There's so many awesome DC characters and we were stuck with some not so great ones, but that's okay. Talking about like Element Woman, the Enchantress, yeah, Outsider. Exactly. And you're sitting here and you're like, yeah, these are okay and they fit the story fine, but give me a little bit of something extra uh, or at least something I'm more excited about. And that's why I would think if you are not a comic fan necessarily or you're a very casual fan, you know who Barry Allen is, you know who. Well, you might not know who Barry Allen is, but you know who The Flash is. You know who Batman is, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. I would think you should hold off on this one. This isn't probably for you. I don't think – I think it's a good story. I think you can enjoy it, but I don't think you're going to really get that much out of it. So that's why I say you got to kind of be a little bit more on the hardcore side to enjoy it And that's like the one thing I will say is if you've ever watched the – because they have made in one of the animated – Mm-hmm. feature films for this called Flashpoint, self-titled. But the thing is that I noticed reading this, this is my second time reading this. I read this a long time ago. I've watched the Flashpoint animated movie numerous times, and I feel like you're hitting on the right point. For the graphic novel, maybe if you're just like, oh, I know who Batman is. Oh, I like Batman, kind of. I have a Batman shirt. Maybe stay away from this one. I mean, you could read it. You'll love the story, but you may not get the most out of it that like a person like me who I effing live the DC comic world. That's my jam. I'm a DC guy. I'm not a Mar- I like Marvel, but if I have to choose DC or Marvel, just like PS4 and Xbox, I'm picking DC all day, every day. And with the animated movie, maybe it's because it is a movie they kind of go away from the stuff in here, like you were saying, like the um, Element Woman's not in it, Enchantress Mm -hmm. isn't in it, Captain Cold's not in it. They go with more of a storyline where, yeah, it's similar to this, but they change a couple things to where it's like 
all you need to do is have a base knowledge of the DC universe and you can get into the movie and not so much the book, even though the book is a great read. Yeah. Um, so to, to go a little bit further before we get into spoiler mode, uh, Ricky, I'll ask you what your first expect are your first kind of what you expected when you read this. Um, I know you've read this before, so mm-hmm. it's probably a little different. You can come from that perspective. It's fine. And then kind of if anything changed while you were reading it. Well, my first expectation, I actually remember it very well because a friend of ours and a member of Most Valuable Podcast with us who's on the Fast Break Podcast, Dave Oster, he actually recommended this to me and said, yeah, it's just like this book I read, uh, graphic novel Flashpoint, and I went, Flashpoint? He goes, what? You've never read Flashpoint? The Flash is his favorite character, so I mean... That's by Dave. Which is had weird. You don't find very this. many of those. But I mean, he's like, dude, you have to read Flashpoint. And for a while, I put it off. And then I watched the the movie first. And I went, oh, shit, I got to read this graphic novel. Because after watching the animated movie, I fell in love with it. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what they did differently in the graphic novel. And to me, my first expectation is... It was kind of like that. What are they going to do differently? Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? And to me, I was able to just get like, I was thrown into a completely different universe for DC. And it's like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it took everything that I'm used to and kind of just flipped it on its head where it was like, hey, you know what? We're going to give you a different look at Batman. We're going to give you a different look at Superman, different look at Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Lantern. Green Lantern in this one, Hal Jordan never gets, I mean, a little spoiler, but think of Hal Jordan mm-hmm. if he never got the ring. Yeah. That's what you see in this one. So, yeah, I mean, we were talking about the butterfly effect and things like that. Uh, my expectations coming in, I, I really didn't completely know what to expect. I knew it's Flash, uh, and it's a graphic novel with the Flash, so there's probably going to be some time you know, components to it. I knew that. Uh, I kind of would have expected a little bit more Justice League, even though I know it's not a Justice League uh, comic. Different universe, man. Well, yeah, but I don't know that coming in. No, I know. Uh, And and having guys like, you know, from Blackest Night and and Batman, I definitely kind of expected there to be that team aspect. I definitely did not expect the team that exists in this to Mm -hmm. be that team. Uh, But I expected a lot of that. I was very surprised with the way it went. Um, so that'll be, that'll be fun for those of you who want to read it. You'll enjoy that. It definitely takes a turn where I'm sitting there going, I hope it doesn't go the way I'm expecting. And no, it completely goes a different direction, which is fantastic. Glad for that. Uh, so yeah, it's just not typical. It's not typical. It's not what you'd actually just usually expect from a comic book, which is great. And plus it's Jeff Johns, who Mm -hmm. is an amazing, to me, just Anything Jeff Johns, I'm like, man, I want to read that. And we, that was, we read Blackest read Night. Yeah, right? Blackest, Re- Blackest Night was yeah. the one that I I believe we read. I believe we read other things that were Jeff Johns, too. I believe we it was uh, JLA. Yep. We read JLA, too, which was also a Jeff Johns where I just love his stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just, I saw that, and when I first read it, okay, it's going to be good because it's Jeff Johns. Of course. So... I don't know if there's anything else that you want to talk about in spoiler-free mode. 
Is there anything for, that you would like to do? Not really. I think we covered it all. Yeah, I'd like to get into spoiler mode. Um, so if you want to read this book, if you're planning to read it, press pause in a little bit. Not right now. But press pause in a little bit because we're going to start spoiling everything. So do that. Read it. Definitely good. We're both recommending it. So go do that and then join in on the conversation down below for your thoughts. If you don't care if it's spoiled or you've already read it, fantastic. You don't have to press pause. We're about to get in there. So pause now, guys. We are now in spoiler mode. So, Ricky, Flashpoint. I thought it had a slow start. I was not thrilled with the beginning of this book because it's just kind of going average Barry Allen type of stuff, average Flash. Then all of a sudden his mom shows up. And this is pretty far, pretty early in the beginning. All of a sudden his mom shows up and you're like, okay, this is interesting. And Ooh. things start to be a little different and you're you're kind of, I don't know. I was enjoying the fact that things were a little different. But I think early on, seeing that the, the band of people who Batman is supposed to bring together to help in this universe. We, mm-hmm. We're already going into the universe being different. I saw that group, and I I was not excited. Well, and the thing you have to think of in this world is, I mean, with me, like I said, this is my second read. It wasn't that much of, like, a slow start for me because Mm -hmm. the beginning you kind of get this, like, Barry Allen's the narrator, and he's kind of narrating over this scene where his mom and him are kind of the car stopped on the side of the road, you see that he's the Flash, that, oh, he's got all his friends in the Justice League. Boom. Then it's into a story. And the thing I like is you immediately think, well, okay, it's just a slow start. We're in the normal universe. And then he starts running, and he stumbles downstairs. And you're like, that that's not the Flash. And then you see his mom, and at that point, you're like, okay, we are in a, like, whoa, what just happened to our universe but to me, the most interesting thing in this, maybe it's because I'm a Batman guy, but at this point, since we're in spoiler mode, I can say it. In mm-hmm. this universe, Thomas Wayne is yeah. Batman. In this universe, Bruce died and Thomas Wayne became Batman. And what I love that Johns did with this Batman was it's a complete 180 of the Batman we're used to. He looks more gritty. He's got these like red it's eyes. It's a little bit more pointed. I mean, the, yeah. it's not, you know, we, I think of like the, the Adam West with the, mm-hmm. the big old yellow on it. Nope. Red, dark red. It, it's definitely more gritty. It's more pointed than the Batman. I mean, he literally has like spikes yeah. coming out of his back. And it's really like right away when he catches the uh, henchman of the Joker, he immediately is just threatening her. And where's the Joker? Well, and he's yeah. That's what you expect. Where's the Joker? Tell me where she is. And I'm Batman. Where's the Joker? Well, and he's taking his bat claw uh-huh. and against her glasses, yeah. just like scraping in. Like yeah, let's see. If Doing you eye bleed. stuff. I'll cut your tongue out. And then and it, it immediately points to you too that this Batman. I don't think he follows the code. No, he doesn't. I think he'll kill, and he well, does kill. He has, because Cyborg even says, yeah, you lead him to this alley, and he goes, they slipped. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, they all slipped. The one thing that's interesting with Cyborg, though, he doesn't really change. No. The only thing that's different about Cyborg is that he's basically the president's right-hand man. Instead of Superman. Instead of Superman, exactly. And, I mean, Cyborg's still the Boy Scout in my mm-hmm. mind. 
where that is Cyborg. Nothing has changed with him, but and that's even that's even the Flash's point when they eventually get to Superman, which is a little later on. Mm-hmm. They eventually get to Superman, and there nobody knows about Superman because the government took him from from when he first crashed, and they they've kept him in captivity, and so. They don't know about him, and the Flash goes, don't worry, he's a good guy, he's going to stick around, he's going to help us out, it's all going to turn around. He will be who I know him to be. Cyborg and Superman are exactly the same in that in that kind of scenario, in that case. And Superman in this world, S1, essentially. Um, but yeah, they're exactly what you'd expect, nothing different about them. I think that some of the things that are different... Um, are pretty cool. But the one thing I do wonder with Thomas Wayne becoming Batman instead of Bruce Wayne, do you, and I know part of it's for convenience, but do you think that Thomas Wayne would be Batman? I don't doubt that he would fight crime and be a little bit more rough because his son died as opposed to his dad dying. Mm -hmm. But why the bat? Why would he pick the bat? I don't really like to me. I, didn't I think really it's just think it's purely that. convenient and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I just thought about it for a second. I'm like in a true butterfly effect. Would he pick a bat or would he be more red hood? I kind of think that he already is kind of red hoodish. Yeah. It's just, he's kind of the bat. And I mean, to me, I never really thought about it because to me in this universe, you have to have, I mean, you don't have to because, mm-hmm. I mean, well, kind of. You for have convenience to, sake. Well, you have to have, for me, you have to have a Batman. Mm-hmm. You have to have a Superman. Have to have a Green Lantern. Have to have a um, Wonder Woman, a um, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. There's one guy that we're missing because. Martian Manhunter? They didn't go into it, but exactly. Yeah. What if Martian Manhunter never comes to Earth? Yeah. What if he never comes to Earth? And that's what it seems like in this. That's why you may be sitting there going, well, where's the Manhunter? No, he's not. Martian Manhunter's not mm. there because what if he never came here? A subtle thing that I wanted to throw out, too, is not just the difference between him as the Bat. When you look at one of the panels, it's no longer Wayne Enterprises. It's Wayne Casinos. Mm-hmm. So he even went on a different kind of mind thought as a just person where – the Wayne, the Wayne name doesn't own an enterprise. He owns a casino. Yeah. And I, I do wonder about some of that stuff, though, just because at what point does the butterfly effect start? Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne were about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be young, but I feel like Wayne Enterprises – typically has been developed before Bruce is even born. So that's one of those things where I just I'm I mean I'm not I'm not trying to complain or, or pick nitpick too much. I'm just feeling like that's one of those things that I didn't expect to be different because mm-hmm. I feel like Wayne Enterprise would have been established to begin with. Yeah. So it would have been pre butterfly effect. Um because we we learn later and we can get into it a little bit later. But the point of change is that Barry Allen's mom doesn't die. Yeah. And that was it, and that um, originally um, Ebard Thawne, or the reverse Flash, he was the one that killed Barry Allen's mom mm-hmm. and set everything that we know today. Then Barry Allen goes back, kind of the same, if you've ever watched, and if 
you've watched the Flash, haven't watched the Flash TV show, skip over like ten seconds because I'm about to spoil something. Do like but thirty. Do like thirty. I may ramp, but no, because that was be, just ten seconds. It should be short. But what it's kind of like is like in the TV show because that's the main thing of season one where the Flash goes back to try to stop Ebard Thawne mm-hmm. from killing his mom, and you knew that was going to kind of be the. I mean. In the in the in the graphic novel, it's a little bit different. In the graphic novel, they go more into that than Flashpoint Paradox, which is the movie. But one thing I want to throw out there, and this is small little snippet, I hate that they didn't at least reference this in this graphic novel, but love that they referenced it in the animated film. That in the animated film, Flashpoint Paradox. It's interesting because Tom, like Bruce Wayne dies when they get caught in the alley. Mm -hmm. Thomas survives. He becomes Batman. Martha Kane or Martha Wayne goes batshit crazy and becomes the Joker. Yeah. That's what I like. I love that they put it in paradox. I hate that they didn't put it in here because Mm -hmm. that's an interesting thing where it's like, Whoa. And it also feels to to what Batman and Joker are. They are just opposites of mm-hmm. each other. So it's interesting that a family would split like that. But the the very cool thing, it also makes sense why he's immediately like the first thing he does is where's the Joker? Uh, but I I love that you bring that up because the whole thing I was wondering and, and wishing to know more about was just this world that they've set up. I wanted more of that. I mean, the story mm-hmm. is good in itself, but I just wanted to live in this world more well, and, and find out more about everything else. And that's where you get the, well, of course, it's they got to make money off it, Mark. Where yeah. Now it's like Flashpoint featuring Batman, the world of Superman, the world of Green Lantern. Those are the kind of like, I'm thinking those are the kind of spinoffs where you get to see more of this world from the point mm-hmm. of view that they're talking about. One other hero that we haven't mentioned that I kind of spoiled in non-spoiler mode, and I'm sorry, but in this one, the Green Lantern, the original Green Lantern doesn't die, and Hal Jordan never gets the ring. Nope. He's just this good, Hot shot fighter Yeah, he's pilot. just a good pilot, uh, and that's really it. And that's a surprise, of course, to, to Flash. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting to see those type of things because that is what's different. And that's why, you know, the Justice League could not possibly exist in this mm-hmm. way. It would definitely be different, uh, which that's a shame to me because I actually w- was hoping to see more Green Lantern. Ricky knows I'm a, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. I like the Green Lantern. Um, you know, it, it's just cool. that Yeah, the power's the ring, but it's really his mind. But anyways, uh, I would have loved to see more out of that. So your, your main guys that you really have are, are Flash, Batman, and Cyborg. Those are like the three big guys. And then Element Woman shows up with her juice boxes mm-hmm. and she's helping everybody guys get juice boxes. Guys want a juice box? And then the kids the kids join in. Oh Shazam. The end. If I was if I was bigger into Shazam and knew like the Is full... anyone big into Shazam? Maybe. No. Maybe the... I no. I, I like shouting so. Shazam and clapping <laughs> the hands and becoming Shazam. That's kinda cool. But I mean, if I was more into Shazam, I feel like there's more into it. Than what meets the eye. Like, that's the only character where I didn't get the whole, like, okay, what's different? What's mm-hmm. different with Shazam? I think it has something to do with the kids' personalities. I think that's what it is. But to me, that was the one character where I couldn't get the full gist of just 
what was totally different, but I like how you didn't mention Wonder Woman or Aquaman because they're kind of the bad guys in this. They are, and they're, they're kind of a, each other. They're kind of an afterthought, mm-hmm. really. Well, and another thing, this is Ricky comparing Flashpoint Paradox to Flashpoint, the graphic novel. One thing I did not like in the graphic novel that I love, and maybe this was something where in the Paradox part, they're like, you know what? We didn't put it in the graphic novel. We got to put it in here was in the graphic novel. They mention at the end when Aquaman is facing Wonder Woman, he goes, you killed my wife, which is Mara. And nothing else about that. All they did was mention it. And then she said, no, she attacked me. And he said, well, then why do you wear her helmet? It's as a sign or something. We're in Flashpoint Paradox. They actually have that scene because what it was in Flashpoint Paradox was where Mara thought that Aquaman was falling in love with Wonder Woman. So she wanted to kill Wonder Woman because she was jealous. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman killed her in self-defense and then took her helmet and put it on. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they kind of have this little battle going on. And they're like destroying all of the world in turn. Uh, literally, I mean, the well, world's Aquam- about to end at this point. Aquaman takes, what was it, Paris? He takes Paris and puts it underwater. Yeah, and, I think that's what it was. He takes and Paris Wonder and then they Wo- had the UK. Yeah, which is uh, New Themyscira. New Paradise Island. <laughs> Close enough. Ricky's like, how do we pronounce this again? And I'm like, I no, to say we're it. not I doing to it. Say it's right. Paradise Island. <laughs> so much easier. Um yeah, it's just it's interesting that they have this whole thing. I my favorite thing because Ricky, I believe you have it on on the digital copy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they gave you the map. I'm gonna in see. This. Uh, it's towards the end. They have alternate covers, but then they also show a map that was created, and I find it fascinating. And this is really more of why I just want to live in this world for a while. Like they have the Republic of Japan, tornado protected. The Great Twelve is protecting the Asian capital. They have Nazi-occupied Brazil, and they have, like, the big war zone, of course. Uh, But then they also have Alaska, land of undead. What the hell is going on in this world? What has made all these things happen? Can we just trade in the new 52 Mm -hmm. for this instead? Like, can we just Mm -hmm. live in this world for a year and just explore this? That would be awesome. I mean, I know there's obviously there's other Flashpoint comics and, yeah. and stories, but it's just there's so much cool stuff to this that could be explored, and I want to explore more of it. Honestly, I enjoyed the story, and we haven't even gotten to the twist, but I enjoyed the story of this a lot. But what I really enjoyed was just the fact that they created this world for other people to play around in. Is the twist you're talking about Superman? Is that the no, twist? No. The twist is this whole time Barry Allen saying it's reverse oh, flash. That's right. Okay. He's did he did this. He messed with it. Batman's asking why did he do it? Oh, just because he likes to do that. He likes to fuck with my Yeah, head, he just basically. likes to mess with me. He even gave me within my ring, he gave me his costume instead of mine. Uh which I do think it was funny though how quickly uh Barry Allen's just like, All right, I don't have my superpowers. I need to be struck with lightning. That didn't work. Need to be struck with lightning again. All right, it worked. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we find out later on when Reverse Flash shows up that he's saying, hey, you don't remember what happened? 
How do you not remember what happened? I didn't do anything. This one's actually on you. You went back. You tried to save your mom. You did save your mom. You stopped me from killing her. And then everything that happened afterwards is your fault. Also, side note, that's okay now because I don't have to, I don't need you to create me. Mm -hmm. I live outside of all timelines now. I just exist. Yeah. No matter what happens, I exist. Well, because how it was, was Ebard Thawne needed the Flash in order to um, get back to the 25th century. Because mm -hmm. even Thomas Wayne goes, kind of a fucking name is Ebard Thawne. Yeah. And Barry Allen just goes, it's a 25th century name. Agreed. What kind of <laughs> name is that? So it's one of those things where you're you're reading something and you're just like, what the hell? Why couldn't you make it Steve? And the only reason why I know how to say that is because of uh, the Flash TV show. Yeah. Because at first I'm like, nope, not going to look up how to say that name. Nope, don't care. I'm just going to. He's the His bad, name is Brad. He's the bad guy. He's Brad I'm going to call E.T. from now on. Hey, Brad. Because he's phoning home. Brad Thornis. Brad Thornis. But you say Steve, and that's mm -hmm. another thing I want to touch on. Just a little snippet. Mm -hmm. Steve Trevor's in this one. Yeah. However, Very the, briefly. Di the difference in this universe for him, he doesn't love Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. He loves Lois Lane. Yep. Because, because Lois Lane doesn't have a Superman. When uh, Wonder Clark Woman Kent. lassos of um, truth him, he says, uh, Lois Lane, he goes, the most beautiful woman I've ever laid eyes on. Mm -hmm. So right there, it's like a little snippet into, oh, okay, they're the romantic ones in this one. Not Steve doesn't have his Wonder Woman, doesn't have his Diana. Yeah. And Lois Lane, like you said, doesn't have her Clark. Exactly. Um, something that I always wish would happen in, in Butterfly Effect type of stories, I, I always wish they would just throw some random ass person in there that has no connection. So you're just sitting there going... I'm missing something. Who is mm -hmm. this guy? I know I should know who this person is. And it's nobody. It's just some random ass person. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked all that. I really liked that Batman just comes up and stabs reverse flash and kills him. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Well, that's the difference between Thomas Batman and Bruce Batman. And what do I always say, Ricky? I wish that at one point Batman would just kill the Joker. Just do it. Stop him from every, you know, all the people that he always kills. Mm -hmm. Just end it all, stab him to death. Just like your dad did. Just like your dad would. Don't you want to make your dad proud like Cyborg? Cyborg wants to make his dad proud. No, yeah, he does. For making him <laughs> Cyborg, right? Yeah. And I just love it at one point, and maybe I'll make my dad proud too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always love it. Um, is there anything that we're missing right now? Is there anything else that we should kind of kind of go into? We didn't really. We kind of mentioned it, but we didn't really talk about Superman. And the thing that's I, true. The thing I loved about Superman was they get him outside, and he just looks at the sun, and you can see it in his and eyes. He's like it's like he gives that look like it's so beautiful, and then he just lifts off the ground and zoom, laser eyes, mm. and then boom, he's gone. All the power. And Thomas Wayne is like, well. There goes your savior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Barry Allen still is saying, hey, I know he's going to come back when it matters. I know he will come well, back and help. It's such a Superman thing to do mm -hmm. where it's just like a whenever Superman gets that kind of like where his thoughts overrun his head, he always just disappears yeah. or he dies like yeah. in Death of Superman and then goes into a sleeping coma mm -hmm. while 
Lois Lane sleeps around yeah. with numerous supermen, but that that's what he does. Zoom, I'm going to go off and collect my thoughts and then come back right at the end of the story, kick some ass, we saved the day. That's For sure. a Superman story. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's nice to have Superman come in at the end. I mean, he saves the day, basically, and everything's great and wonderful because of Superman, the way Superman likes to do. Um, the one thing I do want to mention, too, at the end is when Barry Allen is like, all right, he goes, we go back to the very beginning of the story, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, is everything good? Let me check. Zooms into Batman, wearing Batman costume, because Bruce Wayne just wears Batman costume when he's in the Batcave, working on a belt. I don't know, he's adding stuff to the utility belt. That's what it kind of looked like to me. Yeah. And he's like, hey. Uh, he's just working, doing some maintenance. Everything good there, Flash? You all right? And then he's, you know, making sure that he's in the right timeline by seeing that Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne. Gives him the letter that his dad wrote to him from the other universe. Batman cries. You know, he, no, he, he misses his part. dad. He I, cries. I love it because it's just one of those things where Thomas was actually able mm-hmm. to, and we don't know exactly what was in the letter. That's the thing I love most. They give you, like, a little, like, snippet where you can kind of see, like, um, dear son, and you can see, like, I know about life. I know something's happened by chance. Like, you can see some stuff, but we don't. That's the best thing about it. We don't know what the letter says. Mm -hmm. And all all you see is just he takes off the cowl, and then the tears come down. It's like a, wow. That is mm-hmm. powerful. Thomas Wayne actually being able to hey. say to his son, mm-hmm. I love you again. Maybe we are in a different world still, a different timeline. Batman cried. Batman Maybe. never cries. But the one thing I like about that, too, is then, you know, Flash is like, you know, I still, it's so weird. I can still remember these memories with mm-hmm. my mom. And my mom's obviously dead. And he's like, he's trying to debate. He's like, all right, is this just a, a symptom? Is this going to wear off at one point? You know, what's going on with this? And Batman just says a simple, maybe it's just a gift. You know, maybe you just get to enjoy these memories and mm-hmm. you've gotten to experience these memories that you really didn't experience, but you kind of did. Just take it for what it is. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, Flash. Anything else that we're missing out on, or am I going to ask you to review this? You're going to ask me to review it. All right, Ricky, it. what are you going to give it? I am giving this a, I'm going to give it a five out of five. Five out of five. And the reason why I'm giving this a five out of five is this fits the category. Maybe this is a special five out of five. Maybe it's a Ricky five out of five, obviously. But this is one where if you're into comics and you're looking for a good one to read, I'm going to say you got to read Flashpoint. Especially, like, if you're listening to this and you love DC, you love these characters that we're talking about, and you have not read this, First off, what have you been doing with your life? Go out there, get it, read it, and then, well, come back and listen to this again, I guess. But again, go out and take read two. It. Go out and read it. That's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm not surprised that Ricky gives it a five because he prefaced it. 
earlier in the week by saying it's his favorite. It is. It's one of his favorites. One of my favorites. Um, Better than Red Sun, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, speaking, I was actually almost mentioned Red Sun a few times. Time, because of the timeline The stuff. timeline, the, this the is, ba- different Batman, but this is, butterfly effect. This is a better version of that timeline. It makes sense because, you ex- like you said, you expect the butterfly effect and stuff mm-hmm. with the Flash. Yeah. Um, I would give it a four, just a solid four. Uh, the story was pretty good. Yeah, it had a slow start, but the story gets really good. I can give that rating some respect. I yeah. Can give it some respect. And, and I like the things that they do. It's classic Flash, but they do take that spin on it. They do mm-hmm. something different with a classic, which I really like, because I honestly don't find Flash to be that exciting of a character. Mm-hmm. He's just a lesser Spider-Man. I'm sorry to all the DC <laughs> fans, but he's a lesser version of Spider-Man. Dave's not going to be happy with you, brah. No, I know he won't. Um... But I, I enjoyed it. What I enjoy most is that they created this great world that we could live in, mm-hmm. which just makes me want more from Flashpoint. And that's good. That's solid. That's what gets you a four. So let us know what you guys think down below. We want to know what you give this book if you've read it. If you haven't read it, get to it. You're definitely going to like it. Um, or you won't, and you'll let us know down in the comment section. But as always, you can follow me at the Mark Weber with two E's, Ricky at Ricky Widmer, at Most Valuable Pod. Subscribe to the channel, hit the like buttons, rate us, you know, review us, all those good things. Just do everything you can possibly do. We really appreciate when you guys do the things, all the things, because there's really too many things for me to list all of them out. All right, guys. Before we let you go, we, I want to let you know, in two weeks, we will be back with Key of Z. I'm betting you haven't heard of this one, but I'm a big fan. Written by none other than Claudio Sanchez. If you don't know who that is, start listening to some Coheed and Cambria, guys. Let me tell you a little bit something about Key of Z. The undead feed on what remains of the living. The survivors of the plague acted as instructed in the event of a disaster, reporting to the closest relief centers, sports stadiums. Now, years later, the remaining humans war amongst each other, and that war has cost one man everything. With vengeance on his mind, Nick Ewing must overcome insurmountable odds to find the key to save humanity from the stranglehold of these warlords. The rules have changed, but even a corrupt Subway series has a winner. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.